Welcome everybody to Daddy No episode number 54, day number 393. Son! Alright, go over there. Bye. No, I don't want you over here. Go. 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 I can let you skip school and everything today, play hooky, and you're going to be that way with me. It seems like every time we start the podcast, it starts off with an argument with me and my son. That's pretty much our, our entire day. No, no, you're not, you're not allowed to podcast. You go over there. It's me and Zozo. No, 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 no. What? Why you get so mad? No, she wants to sit on my lap. Yo, bro, you need to relax. Take it down or not. Take a breath. No. Oh, take no. a deep breath. No. no, leave your sister alone. So on today's episode, I'm going to argue with my son. That's what's going to be our podcast, apparently. No, she wants to sit on my lap. Go watch your show. I put it on for you. Go watch your show, bro. Jeez. So, he doesn't want to podcast right now. I said, fine, you don't have to podcast. And then I put on the TV for him, but he also doesn't want me to podcast because I'm not podcasting with him. So, basically, we have to podcast on his time. That's what he's trying to tell me. You know what, son, all right, you're not the one that runs this, okay? And you need to understand that. No, anyway. He already went to the other room. I don't know why I'm telling you guys. I should probably tell him. You hear the screaming? I mean, you should spank him. Spank him. That's not going to do anything. It's just, it's not. It's not. All right. Uh, but he is now going to behavioral therapy. So that is the widest thing that's ever come out of my mouth, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All Latinos on here are like, that's for white people. You shouldn't do that. That Not all Latinos sound like that. But that is the sound that I hear from my cousins. That's what I hear from them. Like, you should just spank him and, like, take away his toys. We did that. We did all that. Uh, turns out she... For, okay, now I'm starting to think he might be a little autistic because we've had two teachers tell us that. We had a doctor that said he might be. And then this behavioral therapist said, uh, yeah, he's on that spectrum. So, um, yeah, I guess he might be on on the higher spectrum, though. Like, he'll look me in the eye, you know, and and, and stuff like that. And... Uh, it's just, yeah, he might be autistic. And I was always one of those people who who's just like, man, uh, people over-diagnose this all the time. But apparently I was mixing that up with uh, ADD. Yeah, all kids are ADD, pretty much. So, But autism, that's a, that's a different thing. That's a different scale, different spectrum. And that would explain why he's so good at building stuff. Like when he gets concentrated or dialed into something, that kid goes for it and it's like, beyond his years like i was really surprised i'm telling you before he even turned three we gave him the big legos and he would build cities with them he'd build cities he can build robots at three he started building robots and the robot pieces the way he, he's like and this does this and this does that this is the computer system i was like time out you can't poop in the toilet but you know what a computer system is how the heck is that like that doesn't make any sense to me but anyway we're putting we put on pbs for him or i did or my wife did 
before she goes to work. So today I'm excited, taking off to Houston, Texas to perform at the Improv Comedy Club with Bobby Lee. I've uh, been looking forward to this. Why? I've never performed at the. I'm, I've never performed at any improv. I mean, there's the River Center Comedy Club, which now is the Improv at River Center. But inside, when you go, it's still, it's still River Center. It still has the Chili Pepper up in the corner. So it doesn't have the brick background that says improv, that whenever you think of improv stages, that's what you think of. You think of the brick wall, and then in white letters, improv. And probably not all improvs are like that, but that's what I imagine. And the Houston improv is exactly that. And I looked at their um, the way it looks online, the way it looks inside. I'm not going to lie, right now I'm starting to get a little nervous, starting to get a little intimidated 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 um but that's good that's good that i'm nervous because whenever i'm not nervous and i'm super confident the shows really don't go that well and i think it's just because not that i don't care but it's that i don't give a crap there we go yeah i don't it i don't know you i need that that it's it's a palpable energy it's like have you ever played sports or anything that nervousness you feel before a game but as soon as you touch the ball it's like Boom, and you it just you go into just playing basketball, right? And you focus that energy into that. Uh, that never happened with me. That nervousness would stay with me. That's probably why I sucked at basketball. Uh, I didn't mean I didn't suck that bad. I made varsity, but I was a senior, so they had no choice really but to put me on varsity because I would pick up a lot of the players and take them to practice at six in the morning. But anyway, uh, I was on the varsity team. A total of 32 minutes the whole season and 20 points. That's right. So that means if I would have played every game, I would have averaged 20 points. That's mathematically correct, right? All right. Anyway, enough about my failed dreams as an NBA player. That <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. It was like NBA or stand-up. So now I'm going for stand-up because that NBA thing didn't work out. I guess my dad was right. He always told me, son, you're too short, you're too fat, you're too slow, you're never going to make it. And, uh, yeah, he's right. also have flat feet and a bad back. So, uh, you know what? Actually, I blame you, dad. Thanks for the genetics. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now my son's going to be as athletic as I am or as not as athletic as I am. I don't know. He has arches on his feet, so he might be a little bit better. I was flat-footed as heck. My daughter, though, my daughter, I really believe she's going to be super athletic. Why? Because she started walking at 10 months, uh, climbing stuff at 13 months. Oh, my God. I turned my head for a second, and she was on the dining room table. I was like, I don't even know how you got up there. I That was literally two seconds that I turned, and you're up there. That's You need to be on Baby Ninja Warriors, what you need to be on. So we're going to submit it. And uh, we'll see how far she gets. I think she, her grip strength isn't that good, but her balance is nice. So and her ability to climb is good. But I think the anything with uh, with grip strength she might fail at, and that's just because she, she she's uh, heavy on the bottom. She doesn't have as much on top. Anyway, enough about my, about my daughter doing Ninja Warrior. So I'm excited about doing uh, the Houston Improv. With Bobby Lee. Thank you, Bobby Lee. Not that he listens to the podcast, but thank you. I'm gonna thank you anyway for putting me on there. He and when I asked him, and yes, I asked him, don't, don't, don't judge me, okay? Listen, nobody takes me on the road anymore. Nobody, maybe it's because I suck. No, that's not why. It's because I'm so good that they don't want to follow me, is what it is. That's probably not it either. Maybe they just don't like me as a person. 
that's probably it. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, if I have to do a podcast by myself or my son is like, nah, I don't want to do it right now. Like that. That tells you a lot. That tells you what type of personality I have. So, but my. Uh, but yeah, he put me on there. I asked him. I was, he was just like, well, just ask the owner of the improv or the manager. I was like, who's that? He's like, time out. You've been doing comedy for seven years. And you don't know the manager or the booker of the improvs in Texas? I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling you, Bobby. I know nobody, okay? I perform at two clubs here. Every once in a while, I go down the valley into Corpus and a bunch of bar shows between Austin and San Antonio. That's what I do. That's where I am in my career, if you can even call it a career. And he looked at me with shame. goes, ugh. He goes, do you have a place to stay can you get there? I'm like, yeah. I got my 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 family's up there from my wife's side. I stay at my father-in-law's, and uh, I'll drive. So I'm good. And he's like, all right. So he messages the guy, and he's like, just be clean, just because like I got it. So I just got to be clean, which I can do that. That's easy. And then for the first time, my parents are gonna be in Houston. My mom asked me. She goes, oh, you're gonna be at the Improv? Oh yeah, maybe me and your father will go. This might not be the show that you want to watch. Not because of me. Not because of me. Like, if you want to pay and just watch me and then leave, that's fine. Just sit in the back. That way he doesn't see you leave. But uh, I have a feeling that if they see Bobby Lee perform, they're going to freak out a little bit. Maybe at the very end, when, I don't want to give it away what he does. Let's just say there might be some slight nudity. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a... Uh, homosexual acts, I guess what you would call it. My, my, fam, my kids aren't in here, so I can say that. But anyway, that's not like it's a bad word. Anyway, but uh, I was like, maybe that's, maybe that's not the show you should see. Maybe that's not it. So uh, my mom said, well, just send me the address. I haven't sent her the address. And uh, I know my dad. My dad's like, I'm not going. That's the devil. I will not go see the devil. I'm your son. I'm not the devil. Or you're using whatever you're doing for the devil. Uh, quite possibly. But I don't think so. I think I'm doing what I what I what I love to do, which is stand up comedy. It's an addiction. It's like a drug, I guess. And uh, I am mainlining it straight to the eyeball tonight at the Houston Improv. So get your tickets. And no, I can't give out free tickets. I don't. I this is the first time performing there. I'm supposed to go and ask like, hey, can I get some free tickets for my family? Because it's like. Yeah, dude, you're the opener. How are, you, how are you supposed to get free tickets? But I think it's going to sell out. I think it's like a 500-seater. It's big. It is big. I saw it online. It's big. So go check Bobby Lee. Uh, who's Nick Youssef is featuring. Real funny dude out of L.A. Performs a lot at the Comedy Store and tours around. And then I will be hosting. Um, I, I even called uh, yesterday to see what time I should be there. And they said an hour before showtime and the reason i called is because stupid george a friend of mine from mgb podcast shout out to mgb podcast go check them out on itunes said that he goes dude what if you get there and they're like oh what I, that you're not the opener somebody else is the opener hi. you want to what say hi. we'll say hi, hi. hi. Well, come sit on my lap no i don't know what you want to do bro hey we're going to houston you excited yes, yes. thanks i even got you donuts this morning son I, what happened to I was the best daddy ever? Remember that? Huh? I got them donuts this morning. I went and got, because my wife wanted to sleep in. So I took my daughter, um, put on TV for my son, went to the um, 
donut shop that had coffee. She wanted kolaches, which is the little weenies in bread with cheese, and and got my kids donuts. And I came back home, and I was like, here you go. And he goes, oh, you are the best daddy. Come down here so I can kiss you. That's what he said. Come down here so I can kiss you. So I bent down and kissed me. He's like, you're the best daddy ever, which is, I always love to hear that. Thank you. I, I'm your only daddy, but I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I better be your only daddy. Dang it. Um, but yeah, so he was, and now, now I don't know what I, oh, it's because I told him enough TV, all right, no more TV, because, I mean, he's been watching since this morning, and it's been two hours, two hours of television time is enough television, and then he just starts screaming, I'm like, you know what, I want to podcast before we leave, so go over there, I don't want to hear you scream, and that's the way I parent, no wonder my kids are all messed up, anyway, um, that's not, they're, they're kind of messed up, sweetie, my wife looked at me like I was a piece of crap. You're half of the work, too. It's half of your genes. So I'm excited about the Houston Improv and going there performing and uh, be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. It better be or I'm going to cry. And hopefully I get more work out of that because I heard that the guy who books that actually books all the improvs in Texas. So if I can get work at all the improvs in Texas, that means that my comedy is validated. No, it just means that I get more work and a little bit of validation. Because, I mean, dang, seven years. I know people have been doing less time than me and are on television. I mean, and that's eventually the goal to get on television to get some notoriety. I just want to be famous enough to do comedy. I'm not doing comedy to become famous. If that happens, that'd be great. But I just want to be famous enough where like, oh, yeah, I've seen you on that thing. And now I'll go watch you. Because nobody wants to go watch a dude or a woman who they've never heard of. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how hilarious you are. If you have no notoriety, no type of fame or whatever, they don't want to see you. They don't want to see you. Unless the venue itself, a venue like the Comedy Store or, you know, the Blind Tiger, which uh, worlds apart. I understand that. But people come to those venues because of the venue, the seller. There's a better example than the Blind Tiger. The seller. People go to the seller, not... I mean, because they know they're going to see Louis C.K. probably or, you know, Bill Burr, somebody come through. But still, they don't look on there like, who's performing tonight? They just go because it's the seller. People just go because it's the comedy store. Here in San Antonio, people just go because it's the Blind Tiger. Of course, again, we don't have the notoriety, but uh, yeah, we do. Oh, it's going to be good shows tonight. Um, Jay White Cotton, the guy who uh, started basically the Blind Tiger um, he's going to be doing a show at 10 o'clock and, of course, the midnight. And then there's no off-the-cuff tomorrow. So if you listen to this and you go to the off-the-cuff show, no off-the-cuff show tomorrow because uh, Abby Bennis is throwing a show. I forgot who is on that show, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a good show. Yeah. So uh, I was talking to a, a friend of mine, Raul Sanchez. Raul is a funny comedian. And first, I don't know how it came up, but it came up about uh, different... Uh, not personality types, but different types of uh, like the alpha male, the beta male, the gamma or gamma, uh, the omega, like those types of like I didn't know. I knew about alpha and beta. I didn't really know about omega, right? I I, I always said I was an omega. It's like oh no, I'm an omega. I'm not an alpha. I know I'm not an alpha, and I'm definitely not a beta. So or maybe that's a beta statement to say. I don't know. I said I was an omega, which an omega is. The exact opposite of an alpha in a good way, in a good way. Still confident, but really doesn't care to go out of their way to correct people or 
or anything like that. You know what I mean? They're very, more, more laid, much more laid back, much more laid back. So we're going through that, and and we actually talked about it a little bit on the MGB podcast. And there's two more I didn't know about: Sigma, and I believe the other one was Epsilon. So the alpha male, everybody knows alpha male, the dude in charge, el mero mero, the <laughs> the number one dude. That dude is the alpha male. That people look up to, people want to be, and when the alpha male, when when you get in his way, he's gonna chop your head off, right? That's that's the alpha male. That's that's the personality. Then there's the beta male. The beta male. That's the dude who wants to be the alpha male, but has so many insecurities that they can't get over. The, and this is specifically I'm talking about for males. The uh, the beta male is can't get over those insecurities and wants to be the alpha and tries to manage that way, but cannot. And is basically a born follower. Now, these phases, you can actually go, you might be an alpha one day, but then you meet somebody who's more of an alpha, then you become a beta, you know, and so forth. Um, me, myself, and I'm Omega. And Omega is someone who is uh, calm, confident, understands their faults, but knows who they are as a person. And rather than confrontation, decides, you know what, I only have a certain amount of energy. And I don't want to waste this on this person, so I'm not even going to deal with it. Which I've said before on this podcast, I believe you only have a certain amount of energy every day. And what you use that energy on, whether positive or negative, it doesn't matter. That bar is going to go down of energy. So instead of wasting it on negative things about what people might say about you or think about you, that's none of your business what they say or think about you. You need to just focus on doing something positive. And if you want to, if you're quote unquote haters, you know what I mean? A lot of people say that. Like, oh, look at all these, I got all these haters. A lot of alphas say that. I got a bunch of haters. I want more haters because the more haters I have, that means the better I'm doing. And I, I don't want to focus on, on quote unquote haters. The way you, the way you, I, I look at it is it just get funnier. And anyway, enough about that. But so that's Omega. The Epsilon is a born loser. That's the dude who complains about everything. Woe is me. Doesn't matter what happens. He cannot take control of his life because he puts his, uh, basically everything that happens to him is because somebody else did that to him. So he has a crappy job. That's not his fault. He can't have a, a good relationship. That's all, all the girls he dates or guys he dates or whatever. That's their fault. Uh, he, you know what I mean? He can't find this or that. He doesn't have what he wants. He's taking the bus, which is nothing wrong with taking the bus, but he complains about taking the bus. Instead of being like, I'm taking the bus because I'm doing something, I'm following my dream, and I'm broke right now, but eventually it's going to happen. Or I'm saving up for uh, whatever, and that's why I'm riding the bus. Instead, it's just like, boo-hoo, I'm riding the bus all the time. Can I get a chance? Like, you, everybody knows a dude like that. Just, you're screw-up. And it's not even like a lovable screw-up. It's just a screw-up. You know, the dude is just like, as soon as he comes around, you're like, ugh, I know he's going to ask me to get him drinks. I know he's going to ask me for, he's going to talk to me for two seconds, especially if he's a comedian. He's going to talk to me for two seconds, and then he's going to pitch me a joke, and then he's going to say, hey, I'm doing this show over here in this place at this crappy bar. I'm going to book you as the quote unquote headliner. Yeah, it means you go last and you do 20 minutes, but you're not a headliner. Anyway. And then at the end, he's going to be like, ah, hey, can I get a drink, bro? Like, that dude, that dude is the, I think it was Epsilon. Pretty sure it was Epsilon. Maybe it was Gamma, but I'm pretty sure it was Epsilon. And then you have your Sigma. Your Sigma, that dude 
is uh, a snake in the grass, a spider, always scheming. And we all know that, especially in comedy. There's always like two or three dudes like that in the scene. And it's funny, those two or three dudes don't get along with each other and can't figure out why they don't get along with each other. And the reason they don't get along with each other is because they're all schemers and they feel that in the other person. What they don't like is what they see in themselves and it's a reflection of themselves. And they're like, you know what? That person is shady. I don't like them. When in fact, it's like, wait a minute, you're the opposite. You're, you're the same. You guys are the same coin, just opposite sides of it. Uh, you are exactly, you're a schemer and everything. And those dudes can actually get over the alphas and the omegas because they can trick them. So the sigma can be very, anyway, this is what our, my friend George is like, dude, this sounds like some horoscope shit is what you're telling me. That's what it sounds like. So like he had a he had a very alpha male response when I, we were telling him about this, and he said he goes uh he goes yeah that sounds like some real beta crap I don't believe in it I was just like wow that was a very alpha answer for you to say that so he's yeah he's probably an an alpha Zozo come here come here mamas where are you going come here Zozo my daughter's just walking around doesn't know what to do you look lost. You know why? Because it's 10.30. You're supposed to take your nap at 10. But you're not going to take your nap because we want you to stay awake so you can sleep on the ride over there. Because it is the... If you have kids, you can attest to this. If they don't take their nap before the car ride, it is the worst car ride because all they're going to do is cry. Because imagine waking up from a nap and then having to be put in a car seat. <coughs> oh, I'm still getting over... Uh, uh, being sick, but that is the worst, um, yeah, the worst kind of uh, 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 car ride when you got two kids and they're both screaming in there. My son, my son, he'll fall asleep because he's not taking that. But my daughter, she takes a nap and then wakes up. Ugh, it's horrible. So you guys could probably hear that I sound all stuffed up and everything. I'm still kind of. It's not allergies. I'm sick, uh, and it's because of Burt Kreischer. Bert Kreischer is just like, oh, it's out. No, it wasn't allergies, Bert. It was a uh, very funny dude. You should listen to Birdcast, by the way. Um, he, he was sick this whole... Dude is the machine. I've never gotten that drunk an entire week. I was a dude driving him around. Don't worry, I wasn't drinking and driving. But um, whatever drinks he didn't want, he would give them to me. And so I would drink... And I just had those drinks, and I got really buzzed. And then I have to wait a while and be like, let's go. I'm like, hey, you're going to have to wait a second. Because I feel buzzed, so we're going to have to relax for a little bit, right? But, yeah, that dude is the machine. I've never seen And he was sick. He was sick. One night, I counted, like, six shots, and then his drink is double-double Tito's and club soda. A double-double. A double Tito's. Double shot. There we go. Uh, Tito's and club soda. And that's my drink. I love Tito's. Like the thing I love, like about I like vodka club soda, but every time I get Tito's, I'm like, did you put vodka in here? The reason you can't taste it, Josh, is because it's good vodka, unlike the rubbing alcohol that I usually get from the McCormick's vodka or whatever else that they give me. Tito's is mwah. So that dude, he must have had another six of those doubles. So that's like 18 drinks, and he was standing. He was standing, wasn't like, oh, like I'm about to throw up, I'm drunk. None of that. Like, dude was solid. I was like, oh, my God, you are the machine. There's no way I could keep up with him. And then I wouldn't get home till like, 3 in the morning, and then the kids would wake up at 7. I'm barely getting back 
to my regular skeep, skeep schedule, sleep schedule. So, mama went outside. <coughs> what happened, Isaiah? What happened? You pooped your pants? Yeah. Why? Why'd you poop? You're naked. Get over there, naked boy. Jeez. He pooped his pants. Go figure. I'm, we're going to figure this out. He's going to be five, man. He's going to be five. And I know my family gets mad at me for talking about this, but you know what? This is part about being a stay-at-home father. It was like, uh, your wife's doing it right now, so are you really being a stay-at-home father? Yes, I'm a father and I'm staying home. I'm not working. So <laughs> that's technically a stay-at-home father right now. And now my daughter's crying because she wants to go on the other side of the gate because... Hey, 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 Zozo, relax. Thank you, Mama. She's a little pain in the butt. <laughs> Whatever. Love you. She's tired. Don't, don't, don't let her take a nap. Don't you fall asleep. Yeah, because you're going to... You, you stay up to the point of no return. Yeah. Pobrecita, <laughs> <laughs> she's tired. <coughs> Man, I hope I don't cough when I'm on stage like that. Like, I feel it in my chest. And then I got like a little blister on the inside of my lip. It's not herpes. Well, it's a form of herpes, but not the ones on the outside. The little cold sores you get on the inside of your lip, it's a little, it hurts though. It hurts like hell. Um, and my wife is mad because I kissed her. And she's like, why would you kiss me if you got herpes? I was like, it's not herpes. Quit calling it herpes. She's like, it's a form of herpes. It's not herpes. She yells, you got herpes. Well, now you got it too, Okay. 98% of the population gets little blisters in their mouth whenever they get sick. It's not my fault. I didn't kiss 98% of the population. I don't even know if that's a true stat, but somebody told me that once, and I believed it without looking it up because that's how I look up my facts, by strangers telling me, herpes. So <laughs> I just told you all embarrassing stuff. Enjoy that. Enjoy the herpes talk. Man, um... So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna pack up. I'm gonna get ready. It's a short podcast, this one. But the kids are going crazy, so I want to pack up and I want to get ready for the show, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Listen, to MGB podcast, meet George and Blair. That's uh, on iTunes and Podomatic. And uh, I was back on it. This last episode was hilarious. It was just me, George and Blair. It was hilarious. I loved it. Um, did I even finish explaining all the different types of... Yeah, I did. The Alpha through Sigma. I finished explaining all that type of stuff. But anyway, um, check that out. Check out Funny Man Comedy Works. That's one word, Funny Man, and then Comedy Works um, on Excuse me, on Facebook. I'm going to be starting a new web series this summer. I'm going to wait till the summer because I'm writing the whole thing out. Because last time I did a web series on Funny or Die, like I only wrote out like three episodes, and then the rest was going off the top of my head and I was struggling and like by episode nine or ten it was just I didn't know where to go with the story anymore and then I started doing something about time machines and oh it got ridiculous and at the end we just do like we broke the fourth wall and just it was it was bad it was good learning experience but it was bad I'm not gonna lie it wasn't the best web series ever but we got 80% funny on it so that means really means nothing but uh, for my ego it means a little bit all right, but I'm going to do another one. I really like this next one I'm writing out. It's only going to be six episodes, but um, 
Maybe they'll be a little longer than three minutes, maybe like five to seven minutes. So take uh, be on the lookout for that when I put in the summer. I'll talk more about it then. But uh, yeah, that MGB podcast, that one. I'll be back. I'm in the playoff round March 15th at Laugh Out Loud for the Funniest in South Texas. If you want free tickets, comment on here or hit me up on Facebook at Joshua Cabaza. That's C-A-B-A-Z-A. Y'all know how to spell it because it's on SoundCloud. Uh, make sure to, to hit me up. I get 15 free tickets. So you want to go to one of those shows. It's a Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Hit me up. I'll put you on one of those shows. Uh, I got other shows coming up. The uh, Josh and Around, which is a show at the Blind Tiger with all Joshes. Yeah, all the comedians are Joshes. Uh, me, Josh Pullen. Josh Castro, Josh uh, Nieto, Josh, that sounds like a lot of Hispanic names. That's because it is me and uh, I don't know who the other Josh, Josh Hutchinson pulled out. Everybody's like, who are all these people? We're all nobodies. You shouldn't know us. So they'll just know it's all Josh's. And then somebody actually put their like, and no women on here. Yeah, give me a woman named Josh. We'll put her on here, of course. But there is no woman named Josh. All right. Maybe there's a, a former woman named Josh. If you know one that's a comedian, uh, tell him to hit us up and we'll put him on there. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Comment, share, like, and I will talk to you guys next week. Deuce! Bumpos, but it's been on my big red. Bumpos, but it's been on my big red. Bumpos.